Good evening, everyone. Good afternoon. Good morning, depending on where you are. Welcome to another Thursday is conversation with the creator. We got someone special on today, a regular guest. He comes about once a year and whatnot, but I bounce off all my creative, well, not all, most, most of my creative ideas and, you know, brand things and whatnot. This guy, this guy's eccentric. I don't even know what to call him anymore. I don't know if he's Brian McDuff. I don't know if he's BMAC. I don't know if he's other, whatever it is. We're going to figure this out. I think he explained this last time. It's kind of a branding thing. We're going to figure it out. But this guy has terrific brand relationships. He has really infectious, just gorgeous videos and whatnot. And, uh, and uh, I love the guy. So before we jump into things real quick, actually, you know, we'll we'll do this while he's here. We'll do this while he's here. So without any further ado, uh, we're going to bring in the guy right away. Mr. Uh, oh, it's too small. What are we doing here? Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. You disappeared. There it is. Just toss me out. That's all it took was one smile. And Zach tossed me hey, hold on, out. Hold on, hold on. What's, what's, what is going on here? Let's. Okay. I've got my. Okay. StreamYard. Okay. There we go. You got it now. I'm not going to rip on the sponsor. Uh, we got Mr. Brian McDuff. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you, Zach? I'm doing good, man. Uh, before we jump into things here, Brian, real quick, we're going to let people know that the stream is being powered by, where's the frame right there? StreamYard. Oh, this covered up your face. You got to duck down, buddy. Uh, check them out, StreamYard.com. Link is down below. Listen, you guys saw the promo there at the start. If you want to try out StreamYard for free for two weeks, uh, for 14 days there, go ahead and use the link down below. We'll move you around there a little bit and, uh, you know, get try them out. You don't need a card or anything like that. Very simple to use. Very simple to, 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 to manipulate and do what you need to do. You pick a camera, you pick a microphone away, you go nothing to download, nothing to install. If you want to run a podcast, if you want to live stream. If you want to send your content out to somewhere separately, you can do that all with StreamYard. You can bring in sounds. You can bring in, uh, you can bring in guests. You can bring up to 10 guests. You can do different, uh, different things on the screen, whatever. And also, and I'll be doing this after the stream, Brian. You can cut up your stream and then send it out to the, all the different podcast programs. Like I use Anchor, for example, by Spotify there and send it out to all the formats. So I'll actually, I will actually be cutting off the first uh, probably minute and a half of this show and then just taking that out of StreamYard and then just uploading it. Done. That's it. Real simple. I don't have to run. You know, I don't have to run anything separate, like a separate SD card anymore. I do everything through this because it's all cloud-based. Very simple. So, you, listen, if you want to get to this whole stream thing, if you want to get into the whole podcasting thing, and you don't have to worry about software and this and that and recording, you just want to record and go, check out StreamYard. Okay? Lots of fun. So, appreciate them taking care of us here. Brian, have you ever used StreamYard? Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think when I was live streaming more consistently on YouTube, that's what I use because it's just it's simple. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly why I use it. I mean, I have a lot of, I have a lot of physical hardware and whatnot, you know, with the, with the sounds and everything. Oh, yeah. you recognize that one? I stole that one from you right there. You recognize that one, don't you? Yeah. No, I provided it. You did not steal it. Yes. You said, may I have it? And I said, <laughs> you my, may. <laughs> you know, got the physical switcher here and we got the different cameras and like that. So if, you know, if you don't want to have to worry about that kind of stuff, where you go. But Brian. I think also, Zach, I just want to quickly say you're a great example of a creator who uses advanced hardware like that with something as simple as StreamYard, which is cool you kind of bridge the yeah. gap there which is there's, you know, there's so many options look. yeah there's so many options when it comes to streaming and like i'm not you know i'm not downplaying anything like i i encourage people to try everything and figure out what works for you and i just i prefer StreamYard, and i like the team there you know they got they got puddles the duck you know we love puddles here you know they give me a pillow so you know give me merch and i'm all, I'm all over you, I'm all over you. <laughs> <laughs> brian before we get into things real quick uh, first of all, we're going to do this. Speaking of merch, 
It looks good on you, man. Look at that hat. I bring it out twice a year when we do these shows. And, and, we, uh, <laughs> and, we, and we, we always have the conversation if, it, if it's called a beanie or a toque. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what is it? <laughs> it's a beanie in my neck of the woods, <laughs> but we'll go with toque. toque. What is it? Toque? Toque. T-O-T-O-Q-U-E. Which I would pronounce toque, but whatever. Real quickly here, we got Sam in the chat here. I had you and Sam. How you doing? Thanks for coming through. And we got Mr. Don Coven. Mr. Don Coven. Bigger supporter and a lover of tech here uh, for all of us and everything, and also a great friend of mine. Uh, Don is a channel member. If you guys want to become a channel member, hit the join button down below. Channel members get custom emojis. We do private live streams. You get access to different areas within the Discord. Brian, you're a member. I don't think you even know this, but you're, you've been a member for like just as long as Don. You got this recurring membership that you keep on paying for so appreciate it. Thank you. That's well worth it. <laughs> so really quick before we dive into things, I wanted to take a look at this right here we're going to do that we're gonna, actually we're going to do this we're going to put both of us here this right here is the samsung galaxy s24 ultra now i know that you also have one there as well because yes, i'm unboxing you're over the top crazy unboxing which color do you got <laughs> this is the uh titanium what is it i always get natural titanium is what uh, apple calls it this is gray titanium is that what they're yeah. going with it looks good it looks I, good I, i've got know, the I'm pleasantly surprised with it I got the titanium violet here. I originally ordered the blue, but then I saw this purple in Andrew Edwards' TikTok, and I'm like, I got to have it because I love my purples and pinks. But uh, I decided to pick up one of my favorite brands. I bought this myself here. This is the, I guess, if pronounced, is it Spigen or Spigen? Spigen? I've always Spigen? said Spigen, I think. Spigen? Okay. This is the Spigen Rugged Armor. I haven't even opened this yet, so I thought we would take a quick look at it here and see what's going on here. If you guys want one for yourself, Link is down below. Pretty simple here. So the first thing I noticed right away, Brian, is unfortunately, and I think they did this just for cost, and they have other they have other models that have this, but no MagSafe. Yeah. No MagSafe. And we know that there might be a possible issue with MagSafe and the S Pen. I don't know if anything's been really proven yet. I do have some MagSafe cases myself, but no issues. But anyway, taking a look at this, nice and flexible, grippy, grippy. These are not kickstands or anything like that, but uh, it's got this nice matte finish. Of course, you got the webbing on the inside there for drop protection. So we're going to go ahead and pop the S24 Ultra in there. Okay, so we'll take a quick tour here. We got our grody, awesome looking screen. But of course, we have the raised edges there. I don't know why it does that. We have our raised edges there all the way around. So when you put it on a flat surface. Is that the iPhone there. that you're using? Uh, this right here is actually a Pixel 8 Pro. It looks like and it's switching between it, lenses. Yeah, you know what it is? I've pl I'm plugged directly in rather than using like Filmic Pro or something like that. I have to get another adapter so I can do that because I think that's part of the issue. It's going like um, to macro mode, it looks like. Yeah, the lens right here is in, uh, in you know, it's in, it's embedded there just a little bit and it is reinforced around the edges here. So, you know, it is protected there. And of course, completely flat. So we don't have any wobble going on. And uh, let's let's just uh, check out these buttons here. They, they feel good. I mean, they're not they're not button buttons. They're actually built right in. And let's take a quick listen here on the. Uh... Can you hear that? As he keeps on launching the camera and everything, little little bit of clickiness there. I think it's actually from the phone itself. So that right there is the Spigen rugged armor. We'll we'll use that for a while. We'll use that for a while. But what we're gonna do in the meantime is we're gonna remove that. We're gonna bring. Our guest back in here like this, and uh, how you doing, friend? Doing well, busy, yeah. but you know, it was the night before the Vision Pro. Yeah, I was gonna. It's like so. Tomorrow's the official release date, correct? 
Yes. Yeah. Mine should be coming. You did order one. I did. And I'm going to be blatantly honest. You know, I don't have high hopes that it's going to live up to its price tag, but I'm going into it with a fair. Have you watched anybody's unboxing? Zero. Like, be, be honest. zero. Honest to God. I put my hand in the Bible. Uh, I think simply pops the comments same thing. out there. Anything you've come across? Anything? You must I was, in, I was in Viper's coffee talk this morning and I don't know. People were. I don't think there was I honestly didn't really know what was going on because I've been trying to tune out any kind of conversation about I think that was something separate but <clears throat> yeah. people were saying that already like Marquez put up in his unboxing his review and already people were going to be canceling the orders before they even arrived I don't know all I yeah. saw was a little bit of chatter on Twitter and I or X and I said to myself yeah. you know the orders there it's going to be here and I'm going to yeah. I'm going to have to try it one way or the other so Going to yeah. go into it with an open mind. If I end up loving it, I do have a couple Apple products that I could probably sell off, but we'll see. Yeah. See what I'm. This is this is my this is my concern. I talked about this with a couple other people as well. We have we have terrific creators out there, people that I I trust. You know, I don't think that they're bought or anything like that. Whatever people say, I don't think their integrity is compromised or anything like that. We have terrific creators like you know, it just I Justine, Brian Tong, Mark, you know, um, you know Marquez, uh, even Mister Mobile has has tried it out and whatnot. And we're seeing a ton of different types of content so far, like everything from you know, I, I saw I saw a really great one with Brian where he's just sitting on the floor, and he's got like. 30 screens going on around him and everything like that. And it looks, it looks really cool. The underwhelming part for me was the FaceTime thing, but we'll talk about that in a bit. But, um, you know, so we, we, so we've seen stuff like that. And then we've seen like a full unboxing and like a real close look at everything. I have to kind of giggle because Apple's all like save the world. No, don't put a charger in the box anymore. And then there's like 30 pounds of cardboard that's coming with this thing, <laughs> uh, whatever. I mean, it's a different conversation, but like, uh, so we have all these different angles and things happening and people and all these other creators have obviously had it for longer than anybody else. They've had kind of first access. I guess my question for you as a creator and maybe for other creators as well is how are you going, Brian, how are you going to separate yourself from everybody else that may have already done an unboxing, a first impression, already done this or that? Like, do you, do you have some ideas or have, have, have there been videos out there already? And you're going, oh, I was going to do that. The I, I haven't watched a single video. And yeah. so I don't know what other people's that's videos are really like. Good. That's probably a really good thing. Right. You're gonna fresh. I, 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 it's going to be completely like, this is what it, what it is. I, my, my biggest challenge is going to be how to use it and share my experience. Cause it's something that is so experiential. It's going to be like, how do I show you what I've experienced and what my thoughts are? If you're talking about a phone, I could show you the phone. I could show you the camera lenses when I'm talking about camera lenses. I could show you photo examples, but something like that where it's so immersive, it's going to be tough for me to really put into words and create B-roll, which is one of my most precious components of my you, channel. Your B-roll is always <laughs> appreciated, yeah. but it's going to be tough to do that B-roll yeah. with something like the Vision Pro. So yeah. I haven't decided yet. It's going to be my typical unboxing. And yeah. uh, I think the challenge for me is going to be how to approach it with an open mind, knowing its price tag while at the same yeah. time understanding it could be a tool, but also an entertainment device. So I'm just, you know, I'm just going to go in, go into it and see what it is and what it's all about. So you touched on two parts weeks. there. Let's talk. Which part should we talk about? Let's talk about the let's talk about the price thing. Okay, mm -hmm. I keep on hearing a lot of our creator friends saying beta product, beta product. Da, 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 da. Not once has Apple acknowledged or used that word beta. Um, do you think that's a fair 
word to throw at this product or description at this point? No, because you look at like beta iOS releases and I say the same thing every single year. I said, if, if you are downloading a beta, you know, after WWDC, yeah. you're not allowed to complain about it. And so yeah. arguably this is not a beta because it's publicly available. And I would say no. So it, listen, it is what it is. I think that we've seen the route that Apple's been taking with their devices. I mean, gosh, we have, a, remember when people were freaking out that the iPhone was going to be a thousand dollars and it's like, yeah we've grown accustomed to it i think the biggest thing that people are understanding is maybe it's not there yet but even with it need with it being a first generation product i still think even if it's down the line it'll still work with it being a first generation product and i think what i'm saying here is that it'll be possible to replace an actual computer that is i think what apple's ultimate goal is with it alongside the entertainment aspects of it but i think mm -hmm. it's basically going to replace a computer so instead of you being stuck on a desktop you could take it with you anywhere and it's going to be that immersive experience and mm -hmm. i don't think that apple would have released it again this is all just conjecture because i haven't had my hands on the device i haven't yep. seen it but it's just me just with the mindset that i've gone into it i don't see that Apple would have released it without it being capable of perhaps being that. Yeah. Let me put it this way. I don't think there's going to be a second generation anytime soon. And so with that a couple of years or two or three years oh, down the road, several years, I think yeah. it'll be probably at least yeah. three. So, plus. Like, be, straight up. I was looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing like Vipers take Trenton. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that you ordered it. So now you're, I, in didn't, order, I didn't really want to gloat on it. I, yeah. I didn't even usually I post, you know, the screenshot of it. I'm like, you know, it's, it's not about yeah. that for this one. Like, Oh yeah. I pre-ordered. No, it's, it's for me right now, because there's so much hype behind it and so much mm -hmm. talk and the price tag behind it for what it is. I don't want to even get into any of that. I just, you know, I'm going do you, to, do you worry as a content creator, given the resources that you have, like you're a one man band, like you do. I know that you do everything. You don't have anybody <laughs> else. Do you like you don't have like a team? You don't have a studio behind you, like a, like like uh, like right. Marquez. Like, and I no, think I'm, I'm I think pushing all then, my buttons and editing yeah. it and writing the scripts. Yes, yeah. and I think even then, like uh, like uh, like I Justine, just, um, you know, Justine is Eric. I mean, she has, I mean, she has her sister, and I think there's one other guy mm -hmm. or two other guys that are kind of behind the scenes. So, like, very still, it's still a very small team. Do you worry that you know all the other creators that have had access and whatnot so far? Um, that you're not going to be able to possibly present it properly or the way that you want to, or are you going in with it? Like I'm doing the BMAC review because I am BMAC and this is, this is what I do. That's all I can ever do. Right. Yeah. I feel like every single release that we've seen all the major content creators typically will get it. There's usually like three sets of release. It's the pre pre-release, the pre-release, and then the release. Right. Yeah. So uh, fortunately I've been able to get, you know, in talks with Apple and I work with Apple. So I'm part of that middle release tier, if you will. Awesome. So yeah. generally I'll get it maybe a day or two uh, before release or, or whatever the products are generally iPhones. It's not every single product. And then there's other brands that I'll be able to get, be sent a product ahead of time and I'll sign an NDA for, and then I'll be able to have, you know, a, a bit of time to come up with my thoughts so to answer your question it's no different in my mind than any other product it's going to be still something that i'm going to unbox tomorrow <laughs> hopefully it'll be here early i'll yeah. drink a couple espressos unbox it create <laughs> that content and then i'm just going to do like how i usually do that's, that's all good. i can do yes i take my time in. with it but that's that's I'm, just that's what i am i'm excited that you're going in with that 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 look and whatnot you're not um overthinking it too much which i think is really good i i think I think in situations like this, especially with the first generation, you could definitely overthink it and 
try to do something that maybe you're not prepared for and whatnot when really you just need to kind of focus on your strengths, which one of your strengths is your over the top unboxing, <laughs> which we're going to talk about unboxings, sure, which sure. I love watching on the TV because it sounds so good with the sound system. But real <laughs> quick here, we're going to go through the chat real quick. We got Khalil in the house. We got uh, Don Coven. Uh, we got this other guy now, uh, Brian McDuff. He's also a, 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 a channel member. Uh, Josh Tech Gamer. If you guys are in the desk setups and whatnot, go check out Josh. Josh, I need a I don't know if you can see this, Josh, but I got this other desk back here. It's glass. I need a I need a suggestion for like a desk mat because it's just it's weird leaning on glass all day. It's cold. Um, da -da -da, yeah, let's go through here. Sam says here's I'm just I'm just saying for three and a half grand. That's U.S. By the way, that converts to like 45, 4,400 Canadian or something. Ridiculous. It better be a transformative piece of tech and deliver an amazing experience. I would say, Sam, based on what I've heard so far. It seems like it does, although personally, some of the some of the visuals, not all of them, some of the visuals I've seen so far, I've been like, what? And, uh, you know, there's a couple of screenshots here and there. I guess we'll see what happens and everything like that. Uh, Sam says, I also remember when Microsoft states that they were going to sell HoloLens, which is an actual PC ARR on your head, and said it was going to be 3K, the entire world's uh, scoffed at that price. Yeah, I remember that as well. I remember, I remember that as well. All right, Brian. You have um, you have a very interesting way of doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the impression. Okay? I just I'm gonna putting I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, you ready for this? I'm gonna. I've been waiting to do this. Let's all see. Day. Let's see. And do the impression. Okay. So so you open the thing and then you're like, there it is. You gotta put a little bit more behind it than that. But that that wasn't bad. That was a pretty good. Okay. Of the um, pitch was pretty close. Okay. What is that? Is that just like an over the top or are you like, is that like legit, but like maybe up a couple levels? Like, tell us. I mean, listen, unboxings could be boring, right? Yeah. Essentially what you're seeing is just a phone in a box or whatever else. These days, yeah. it's usually just a phone, a SIM card. We don't even have the SIM card ejection tool in some phones these days. Yeah. But so I, I want I, with unboxings, with them being overdone, perhaps uh, across the platforms with many different creators doing them. I like to give a little something extra where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah we're going to see an unboxing. We're actually going to see what comes in it and yeah. learn about it, but it's going to be entertaining to watch too. Now that my unboxings are probably my goofiest videos just specifically for that reason. Yeah. I know the, the reviews I, are definitely subdued down. Yeah. I've toned them down a little bit yeah. because those yeah. I really do just want to provide value. And, and yeah. people are typically, if they're finding me by my review, that's what they want. They're looking at an unboxing. It's not like they're going to be upset by the way I present an unboxing or uh, that I didn't provide enough information. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you got to really not know what you're doing and mess so, up an unboxing, I think. So walk us through your typical, do you have a checklist? Like I know, I, I know, I know what your flow is just from mm -hmm. watching your videos and I know what to kind of expect and everything. And I love how you lay everything out with the reviews and everything like that. And you're, and, and I always notice that you never rush to get those reviews out. Like you, you definitely put can't. two or three weeks sometimes into devices and whatnot. But do you have a yeah. checklist so that when you're going through this, mm -hmm. um, that you're making sure you're you're trying out this lens, that lens, you're showing this or that, or is it more of a spec uh, kind of a list, and then your experience with it, or what what is your approach? So it was more spec related. And then I started to realize that, okay, people don't need to watch my video to hear all these specs. I used to read off all the different camera specs of all the lenses. And it's, I, I've always wanted to be the kind of person who could explain the device and cater to those who want to know about the intricacies of something like the lenses, for example, while at the same time being able to just talk to you as if you didn't know about the device at all and you were considering it. So I kind of have strayed away from being so tech spec centered in my reviews. And now it's kind of 
category based. So I'll still talk about the cameras and I'll still talk about perhaps the focal lengths, you know, if you could go one X, two X, what the, what the sensor is like. Uh, but I don't really go into, Oh, I wish this was a F 1.4 lens instead of an F 1.7 yeah. because people might not understand that. But so reviews are like that, where I will generally categorize it, write down what the specs are and then think about my thoughts. And I've kind of gotten to a point now where my, I think my reviews were getting to be at least in my opinion, a little bit too long, which was requiring me to kind of wait a bit longer from that point where I'd like to release them this year. I did mm -hmm. all, and I'd still have the iPhone 15, which will probably be on the next week or two. Yeah. I did all long-term reviews, three month reviews, which I think is fine. Cause it's kind of, here's a review popping up in the middle when other people aren't putting reviews on this content. There's other long-term reviews, of course, but mm -hmm. those first, first couple of days, I don't, and you know, to each their own, but I just can't see how you could put out a review on a device after two, three days. I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I think that's where the strength of people doing a longer term or like two like, weeks, or, one week even yeah. uh, is where I kind of would put my minimum cutoff, which is tough because that's the game I play. That's what I go for. Do I lose out on views? Yes. Do I lose out on the tent pole programming aspect of creating content that is going to be heavily searched within those first couple of days? Mm -hmm. Yes. But I've always played the long game. Most of my videos have an evergreen appeal to them. So even if you go back and watch my Pixel 5 review video, for, for instance, it's still going to be relevant. Yeah. I don't usually like to compare or say, oh, well, this, whatever, in that moment, I don't like to really make it, I don't like to put a time frame on anything I'm talking about, which is are why you I trying kind to, of- are you, are you purposely trying to- uh target the the long-term evergreen i guess is what it is no always it, it yeah. seems like it right yeah i think 98 percent of my views come from search yeah, <laughs> so exactly. yeah. it's all for the long term and it's it, because i've always treated my reviews like that about products with, with a mentality of all right this is the device this is what and i don't even focus on price in my reviews because that could change too exactly. so if i'm given a positive review on a device it's ultimately up to the viewer to decide if everything I'm talking about mm -hmm. makes the price tag worth it, whatever it is at that time. Yeah. So that's why I just talk about the device as a whole. And yes, that's why even with this Apple Vision Pro that's going to be coming here, I'm really not going to, it's going to be tough not to be like, all right, for $3,500, is it worth it? That's the question yeah. everyone's wondering. $3,500 of someone who wants everything that it's providing is going to be very much worth it. Where someone who was perhaps considering the meta quest two, for instance, yeah. which is how many videos did you go do on Apple vision pro? Or are you just going to continuously do it for however many months? Usually release products, new release products are always two unboxing mm -hmm. and a review. Mm -hmm. And then if I really start to enjoy the product, I'll throw in a couple tutorials or sort of story time style Mm -hmm. videos in there too and i kind of gauge future content based on how the unboxing and the review i would like to performs. see i'd like to see a day in the life of brian mcduff and like how you're using it like as a <laughs> as a productivity tool the vision because, pro yeah like yeah so for example don coven says your apple is trying to create a spatial a market spatial computing and i don't know if there's enough people looking for that problem to be solved and as sam says here good point don a solution looking for a problem which is that's the aspect of this whole thing that really intrigues mm. me is what does Apple Vision Pro solve, right? So, for example, with a foldable phone, that solves a footprint and maybe screen protection issue, right? So now you have something that closes. You can enjoy the device on its own without any special screen protectors. Da, 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 da. You're reducing the footprint. Or in the case of a folding device, okay, now we can open up and have more productivity room. That perhaps solves that issue. So now I don't have to carry around my laptop. I have my, 
my my z fold whatever it is right so that kind of solves that problem maybe very niche but still something that people crave so so what i'd like to see from i'm not just throwing the idea out there for anybody who's doing apple vision pros what does a day in the life of actually using this for productivity look like and does it solve any existing problems that we have right now in terms of productivity no matter what that productivity was whether it's creative or whatever yeah i mean just again full conjecture here just knowing my workflow with what i do for video editing i am such a crazy fast editor with 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 keyboard shortcuts and all that i'm not going to and you yes there's going to be a learning curve too but i just yeah. don't foresee me translating my everyday work on a desktop or a laptop computer translating over to apple vision pro at least with what i'm just looking at the device as a whole being now hopefully i'm proven wrong but that's yeah. all going to be what the testing process is mm -hmm. but vintage apple is creating a solution to a problem you didn't even know you had so this is yeah. kind of falling within line with that uh, falling in line within that but at the same time <laughs> yes it does seem like the problem that is being solved isn't so readily apparent which is yeah. okay because I think that's that's just kind of where Apple has thrived. Not perhaps in recent years, but yeah. definitely in the beginning, that was the whole thing. They were they were solving problems you didn't even know you had. Now they're doing, trying to aim to do the same thing with Apple Vision Pro. Yeah. It's just a matter of what that problem is. And someone's problem might not be the same as someone else's, which yeah. is where the product itself is what it is. And I just think it's funny how I feel like Apple kind of gets blamed all the time. Oh, they came out with a $3,500 VR headset. Yeah. yeah, it's an option for you. You don't need to buy it if you don't want it. I just yeah. it's crazy to me sometimes how people get upset. It's okay, so that's actually a good that. pivot about the whole. You know, it's there. You don't have to buy it. Move on, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So you you still you still stream here and there on Amazon, correct, and whatnot, yeah. right? Yeah, here and, and there, you, sure. And you have different uh, revenue streams and whatnot. You have you have AdSense. You have affiliate. You have um, you probably have fan funding right fan funding no fee. not much not, not much not. okay no. but you're aware that many of our creative friends do Absolutely. like patreon buy me a coffee stuff i haven't like that, really right? i haven't really found a way to provide value for that yeah subset of income yet so but well, no, I mean, i'm you, fully do, aware. You, do you ever do you ever get anybody leaving you like a super thanks on your on your videos yeah, his name is Zach Talks Tech. Um, <laughs> I think I did it once. Here's a buck, buddy. <laughs> um, no, no, no super thing. I mean, I, again, it's yeah. it's it's there. I don't what expect are, what, it. What are your thoughts? I'm not going to mention names, and it doesn't matter who it is, because I think we all do it every day. I'm going to give you an example. Um, Twitch. Okay, mm -hmm. on Twitch, uh, we see this all the time. It's actually part of the Twitch culture. People buy subs mm. or buy bits, and they use it to purchase different virtual things or whatnot and throw basically dollars or whatever they want to at their creator, favorite creator to, to support them. And mm -hmm. then there'll be people like myself or whatever that have like, buy me a coffee, super thanks, super chat, whatever it is. Um, and so these things are here, but they're not like, you don't have to do them. Like you can still watch this show and enjoy it. Right. It's, yeah. it's a way to give thanks. It's a way to support your creator. If you want to, again, it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on people getting all up in a ruckus when a creator is completely transparent about raising funds to bring in a product for review or whatnot? I I spoke my <laughs> piece on this on Twitter, and I yeah. would like to try to keep it to just that because I don't want yeah. to make it anything more than what I think. I'm not it trying to is, the quarter, but I just, I, no, no, yeah, no, you're fine. It, you it's, essentially, I just think it's, and this is what I said in that tweet, was that. It, it is 
in my opinion, no different than going to a movie theater and paying to watch a, a, a movie. You are the yeah. only difference is that you have to pay outright to see the content. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a donation to see the content. Either way, if you're subscribing to a streaming service, you are paying for content. Yeah. The only difference there in certain situations, as you know, without putting any names out there, is that that was completely transparent as an option. And it helps fund future content. As what do you think option, your What do you think option. your Netflix What do you think your Netflix subscription goes to? It yeah. goes to obviously licensing of existing content, but more of that is going to go to future content as well. Yeah. That's how it works. I'll kind of keep it at that, but I don't think yeah. uh, anyone who gets upset about creators finding ways to make ends meet is just. I think they don't. They haven't fully been immersed in the creator lifestyle and the self-employed aspect of that because every yeah. little bit truly and, does just all funnel together. And I think the key here is it's an ask. Uh, one of our creator friends, uh, business owner, um, armchair critic, if you want to call him that, it's kind of a uh, inside joke. LeBaron Burton, Popcorn World. Mm -hmm. uh, he put it. He had a great analogy. PBS. PBS. Right. They've been doing fan funding for years. It's like how, that's, yeah. that's their model. Right. Um, I mean, like you said, what do you think your cable bill goes for? What do you think? You know, stuff like that. Right. So and then um, and then I believe they have commercials, too. Do they have commercial breaks? Yeah, they do. They do some here and there. And this, so they get paid for that. And so, so it's still once again, receiving yeah. donations for content that is yeah. being monetized. It's the same thing. It's just there's a stigma for online content creation, which is. I don't understand how it's still these days with all the different ways mm -hmm. to monetize content, how it's still yeah. people get upset about it. But yeah. uh, that, that's, that's, I, I just, it's, it's, it's just, uh, to me, it's just very weird in specifically the tech niche hmm. that people, it seems like the people are very, and I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, you can obviously have your opinion. Whatnot. And my, my, my issue is when it becomes really personable and people start throwing words and stuff like that around. Mm -hmm. But let, let's move past that really quick. Uh, Tech for Your Needs had a really good comment here. I see that the Vision Pro is a feature-based software. The future is not at the current moment. Yeah, so it, you know what should be interesting, Brian, is 10 years from now, five years from now, maybe we'll look back at the stream and go, man, were we stupid, right? And, and I, I hope that happens. I hope that this... I hope it really kind of takes off here. And speaking of super chats, all oh, coming through here, Mr. Seth, how you doing? Happy Thursday. You get an iPhone 15 Pro. Hey, wait a minute. You got an i15 Pro, uh, 250 gigabyte SIM only. That's that's not over 1299 USD. You got? I do. You do? I don't understand. Is this a question? Viewers like you. I don't understand what he's. I don't understand what he's saying. I, but thank you, Seth. One more time for you, buddy. I appreciate it, man. We got Tom Cruise. I'm also going to give you one of these. Cucumber. There we go. Cucumber. We love Rich. Really, really, really. <laughs> I, I stole this. Did you ever see his rant he did about Alinity? You know, do you know who Alinity is? Do you know who Alinity is? You know who Alinity is. Anyway. Who is Alinity? Uh, you know who Alinity is? We'll talk Alinity. after the show, I suppose. Yeah, look her, yeah, look her up. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's she's Colombian. Anyway, uh, but he, he did a whole thing, and every time he talked about Cucumber, you know, he's talking about you know the other thing. Anyway. It was a whole. It was a couple years ago. I had to. I had to steal it from him. Sounds um, familiar. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at it afterwards. <laughs> Michael Pepper. I don't get how being told what someone is going to spend. Let me, let me say this again. Michael Pepper says, "I don't get how being told what someone is going to spend it on is any different than." That's exactly it. right. Exactly. That's exactly. That's exactly what I said. I said the. Yeah. And this, I think we literally had a phone call, Zach, where that is specifically what I said to yeah. you. I said the only difference is that 
individuals, I'm not going to drop names, yeah. specifically said what they were going to put the donations towards. Yeah. Isn't it funny how quick. if it's like, oh, I really need donations for something in the future. Yeah. Funny how that wouldn't have gotten backlash. Like I got, uh, I got some backlash when I, back in October, I was asking for people for help with my cat, Loki. I set up a separate account. Actually, if you go to the GoFundMe, it's still, it's still up there for transparency reasons. If you go to that GoFundMe, you can see all of the receipts. You can see the bank account. You can see the balance and everything. It's been completely transparent. Mm -hmm. And everybody that donated are all friends and whatnot and supporters and whatnot. So um, I think as long as I think as long as creators listen, these things, these, these, these things are here for you. You either turn them on or turn it off. And you as a viewer, you have the option. And if a creator is going to do something specific, is I think as long as they're being transparent and they're being held accountable, as long as they don't go run off with it or something like that, no harm, no foul. Right. I mean, no one's twisting your arm. Let's move on. Let's move on from this. I'm tired of talking about this kind of stuff. What else is Brian looking forward to in terms of the world of tech? Like, are you are you gonna are you gonna review the one plus twelve? Because did you did you hear Marquez didn't review it? Oh my god. <laughs> That's what, what that was. Wrong with people? Why are you upset because he didn't review it? If you yes. so, you go review it. <laughs> I, I I think it's just you gotta look at that kind of situation and if I was Marquez, I'd be happy with myself. Wow, people are upset with you for not reviewing a device. That's a pretty awesome for space. Not reviewing, like, can you? I mean, I, I would be proud of that. I'd be like, wow, people are mad at and review this device. That just goes to show how much you're respected and appreciated, and what your I opinions know, right? and reviews mean. So I would t have taken it as a compliment, but like, not, you, I don't, I don't have any contacts at at OnePlus. So hopefully, are you going to review it? Are you going to bring it in OnePlus Twelve because it looks like a terrific device? It really does. <sighs> you know. It was on my list for the last <laughs> year or two to to start working with Samsung, and I'm very blessed and thankful to finally be in their yeah. rotation of, of review devices that are sent out, like They're I awesome. have with the S24 Ultra. They're so awesome. I got that checked off. Yeah. I don't. I have a couple other brands, and I don't usually publicly announce wh who mm -hmm. I'm trying to target next, but mm -hmm. perhaps OnePlus will be in there. The more the merrier. If, if I'm going to be cool. sent a product that is going to be of interest, it saves me. That saves me from having to charge it on my own credit card. I'm all for it. Even if it's a review device that is a loaner device. Okay. And I'm always fully transparent about what products were sent to me and which ones weren't. So we'll I see. Think, see what I, think, I think Sep figured out his, uh, his question here. So we'll go back to again. He goes, I'm looking for a SIM only iPhone 15 pro model and you Canadians. Are you Canadian, Brian? No, I'm not. You're, well, you're in Connecticut. You're pretty close. Connecticut. You, you get to see what? I'm Connecticut. Yeah. Well, Connecticut. <laughs> Not Canadian, you get, same, you get the same kind of snow. Anyway, yeah, um, well, not lately. I wish we well, had no, more. But... It's been pretty dry, actually, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. um, and it says, uh, and you Canadians are trying to make it rich on eBay. I might as well buy a Mac. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Well, you know what it is? Is people are, because so here in Canada, we still have the whole SIM card thing. Like our devices, you can still put a SIM card. Like we have the option. I we miss it. You can go e yeah, it's, it's, dude, when you're switching devices, so simple. But yeah, you can go eSIM or you can put a physical. And I know that some people are trying to put those devices um you know on 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 ebay and stuff like that so sep i i'm not personally selling one i don't know if brian is i don't think he is so no my all my iphones are review units from yeah. apple so depending on where you live man take the drive i mean it's canada come on up here man have a good time actually you know what i'm going to call gary tomorrow uh from canada border and i'll let him know that you're coming up okay that's small world <laughs> <laughs> all right brand relationships brand relationships so do you still have a direct relationship or somewhat relationship or know somebody from Apple still or no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does, is, does that relationship 
part uh, a factor in how you're going to review? I don't think it is. I don't think it ever has been, has it, correct? Apple's have always, Apple products have always been products that one way or another I was going to get and review. So now it's just a nice way of being provided a device that is provided to me the day of release or sometimes even a day or two earlier than release, which has given me the opportunity to make my unboxings more to edit them more quickly and to put them out more quickly and more efficiently as well. No, I, it's, I mean, for those of anyone who watches my content, hopefully would understand that I've never really been swayed in a direction where I have to talk positively just for being sent a product. In fact, I can't even tell you, well, it's not like it's dozens, but there's been several brands that have sent me a product that has just not lived up to what it's been promised to be. And I just told them, listen, I'm not going to trash this product because I think it needs these things to be fixed. So I'm not going to make content on it. But then there's certain things where I've definitely come through and say what I feel is, you know, an issue with a product. For mm-hmm. instance, I still, they kind of solved it. But one issue that I was still kind of harping on regarding the iPhone for quite a while, at least with the newer phones, is the larger sensor size, creating a larger minimum focus distance, which for me, when I was taking a lot of photos of what whatever i'm holding in my hand close to the lens would come out blurry yeah so that's that's kind of like a uh this more of a physics thing as it relates to cameras how cameras work but that was something i think i mentioned it didn't mention in my iphone 15 pro review because it was essentially fixed by being able to change your default focal length on that wide angle lens so it's forces you to kind of frame it differently anyway yeah. I did, however, bring that up in the iPhone 14 Pro, and the iPhone 14 Pro was a review unit sent out. Just to give an example, so it's like, listen, one way or the other, if my audience is going to expect a product to be reviewed, if I say something that I think is justified and it happens to somehow cut me off from a list of being seated review units, mm-hmm. so be it. I'm just going to have to charge it on my own credit card, and I'll do it, and it's all the same. Yeah. But generally, I think for me, it's, rarely do you ever see negative feedback from me. I kind of focus on the strengths of each product. And yeah, I was going to say sometimes that will differentiate. Like for instance, full disclosure, one thing I'm struggling with right now on the S24 ultra is the camera system It's kind of not living up to my expectations compared to something like the pixel. So in the review, I'll probably bring that up, but what will I focus on a lot, you know, to kind of balance things out is the experience of the phone itself, the power behind it, the multitasking, the S pen, so in my reviews, you always have some feedback, maybe negatively, but it's always going to have the positive as well. And I'll focus on that. I made a comment about the S24 Ultra yesterday on Twitter. And it was kind of just a tongue in cheek thing. But then I actually got I got a message from um, from somebody at Google. Oh, <laughs> just, just a quick little. Hey, what was that kind of thing? Right. Um, and I met this when I said it. I think that Samsung made a terrific Pixel phone. I really do. Oh, I remember you tweeting that out. And the reason I say that is this. There's just so many similarities, but there's enough in there, especially when you go into the settings menu, um, that's different. But in terms of like, like things like some of the new stuff, like circle to search and things like that, it, it all still feels very familiar. One thing I found myself doing because I love my pixels so much is I'm still keeping that search bar in the bottom. Oh, yeah. I, I still like having I like having a separate shelf right at the bottom because I know on a pixel, it's like right in the bottom. But I still like having it traditionally on a Samsung. I would put that search bar um, at the top or something like that. Um, yeah. But like that wasn't meant to be a shot. It was just it was it's just they're very similar. Like so if you come from a pixel, I feel going to an S24, 24 plus ultra, you're still going to have 
a very familiar experience, but with some nice little, you know, sprinkles of, of Samsung in here. Some really oh, yeah. cool, some really cool stuff. And I actually foresee a future where like Samsung makes the hardware. Huawei makes the hardware. Oppo makes the hardware. Right. And then Google just does Android. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's Google Android, but it's Samsung hardware. So let's say I prefer the screens and whatnot on on the on a, on an Oppo versus like a Samsung, for example, or or the screen or whatnot. Right. Um, you know, one thing I noticed right away on this guy is the anti-reflection. I was like, why does this screen look so different? And I don't think there's anything wrong with the colors. Um, that's a whole different conversation, I think. Um, but uh, I mean, still, what a gorgeous screen, right? Mm -hmm. Are you noticing any issues with the screen? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, half the time when I see these issues <laughs> rising on Twitter or, yeah. or X, I always think to myself, you ever notice it's only there? What it's do you only mean? there. Oh, it's only on X. Yeah. yeah. It, it, for me, it's just like sometimes I think, am I not using this as harshly as I should be? Should yeah. I be throwing this around like in a backpack more? Like, why yeah. am I not having so many of these, well, these I feel, issues that sometimes arise? I feel it's a man mass manufacturing issue, like something physical going on with the with the hardware. Because I called up my 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 de my dealer it sounds so bad my carrier <laughs> my carrier where i got my phone and i'm like rico like are you guys having this issue and he's like out of the 20 units i've moved so i've, I've sold so far i've had one person come back and samsung's just exchanging it so it's like i don't know if this is something that could be fixed with software and i keep on here seeing comments from people saying oh samsung knows it's an issue they're gonna fix it with software i do a google search i'm like i don't i don't see that at all i i sincerely think that some people just have lemons because these things are man, mass, you know, they're mass manufactured, right? Sounds and like just the display spec. I think it's just the digitizer. I really think it's just the firmware or something. Yeah, because like I, I have, I have mine on Vivid and all that kind of stuff, like typical kind of saturated Samsung because it looks good. And, mm -hmm. and then I turn on the, I turn on the eye comfort at night. That's it, right? I have that on a timer. Um, but I mean, I put it side by side with my Pixel. I mean, there's a noticeable difference of quality. It, it does seem like the Samsung is a few steps above. It's not to say that the Pixel is bad. So you would notice it right away as soon as you turn it on. I know that you, I mean, you're not saying anything. So absolutely nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Hey, look at this. We got Mr. Digital Slang. All right. All right. All in the house. Right. We're supposed to have him on the show a few weeks ago. And then my, my schedule went wonky. My wife was like, hey, we got the. So and so is uh, my daughter's, uh, you know, Chris uh, not Christmas, but some sort of concert, whatever. I'm like, what? Listen, Brian, I don't know how you schedule things with your family, but listen, here's the rule in my house: if it's not in the calendar, if it's not in the calendar, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. Like it doesn't happen. <laughs> the calendar is the end all be all. Yeah, exactly. How do you organize yourself? Are you a calendar guy? What's organization? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I mm, not so much. A, yeah, I guess I'm. Wow, that was a lot of thoughts right there at once. I'm kind of a calendar guy. I use something called a rocket book. Okay. And it's I don't use it for the analog to digital conversion that you could do with it. Essentially, it's this reusable, I actually have one over here, uh, notebook that allows you to kind of write. It's almost like a whiteboard, but in a notebook form. I don't mm -hmm. use it. For, and you could like scan it with a little QR code in the bottom and it'll digitize it for you. So it'll convert like a to-do list into a digital to-do list if you wanted to. I don't use yeah. it for that. I literally just use it as like a rewritable planner. Yeah. So I generally have a daily to-do list, a monthly to-do list, and a weekly to-do list. And yeah. I kind of just pull all from that. I'm a, I'm a calendar, put it in the calendar, and also Google Tasks. So you can say, mm -hmm. hey, you know, 
remind me at nine o'clock tomorrow to do this. And I do that with iOS. So good with that. Like, yeah, with Siri does the same thing, but also, um, like I'm, you don't want to see my desk here. (laughs) I've got sticky notes everywhere. I'm old like that. I like to write sticky notes and put little notes, especially to do at the desk here kind of thing. But also hands, the hand, the eye, I got this back nation. Since I got this back with the S pen, I'm taking so many notes like Mm. all the time. And I'm like, I missed using this. Which keyboard do you like better, Gboard or or Samsung? I had what did I switch back to? I had Samsung and Pretty then nice I switched to no, I'm back. I'm back with Samsung for Good whatever for reason. Yeah, I was doing SwiftKey forever. I love SwiftKey and I love the customization. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna try Gboard, and I was finally getting used to it a little bit. I'm still making some errors, but as soon as I turned this on for my unboxing, you can even see it in my unboxing. I'm like, oh my god, I missed this. This keyboard is just, it just picks up so much more and it's way more intuitive when it comes to like, hey, yeah, I do want to put that emoji, right? And stuff like mm. that. So really enjoy that. You can uh, customize where it lies on the screen too. Yeah, yeah. You can move it like this. Like there's a lot more customization with that. And that's one of the nice things about a Samsung is you get those, that extra layer if you want to, right? But it can also be as simple as you want it to be. I think, I think that's personally what I'm probably going to focus on in the review based on my use of this over the last several days. That's yeah. the biggest thing where it's it's a very similar to the experience on a Pixel device, but with yeah. more of like a pro kind of feeling. The ability to utilize, what is it called? The side menu? What is the yep. technical term for the side menu? My goodness. I actually love oh, that, that so oh, much. The, oh, the, the, yeah, it's like, um, I don't even know what they call this, but it's like this thing right here. Yeah, I yeah. call it the side menu. I don't know what yeah. the technical word for it is. There's actually a third-party app that allows you to mimic that on the Pixel. It's called panels. I'm not oh. affiliated with them at all, but I love that on the Samsung UI so much that I actually downloaded a third-party app to mimic that on the Pixel device. So now I'm starting to find, yes, all the customization that I kind of, you know, you, you've seen it before, Zach, all the crazy animated wallpapers and custom yeah. icons that I do, custom launcher. I love that about Ooh, which Android. I, which icon pack is that? That looks nice. about the neon? Uh, Lines Chroma, it's called. Okay. Text it to me later. Let me know. I, I already I already purchased a couple of like really bright ones. I what do I have on here? Um, oh, let me bring up the screen here. Let's do let's do this. Um, oh yeah, right in the middle here. I downloaded. I don't know what this is, but it's got like this neon outline and whatnot. Yeah, looks really good. Um, let's get a little let's get a little more serious here. A little more, uh, a little more grounded. I've I've talked to you many times. Uh, there are there are four guys in this industry that I talk to on a regular basis. Um, Jonathan Morrison, who I haven't talked to for a while, and I hope he's doing okay. Uh, John Rettinger, John Prosser, so three Johns <laughs> and a BMAC. <laughs> right? Three, three Johns, Johns and a Brian, right? Um, and uh, by the way, I met John in per- like John Prosser in person at, at CES, and uh, he looks good, man. He was, I gave him like an extended hug. It was awesome meeting him in person. Um, you and I have talked about like mental health and just staying grounded. And the absolute shitstorm that can be like Twitter X, for example, and it's only it's only ever there. How does Brian? How does BMAC stay grounded? Are you a posting ghost? And just don't look at it, or is it the people you surround yourself with uh, in the physical world? Is it yoga? Like what? What do you do so that you don't let all these demons and the and the BS get at you all the time? I think I've been fortunate over the last at least two years to kind of stay out of any kind of controversial limelight. I think it's just mainly focusing on what matters. And I try not to 
feed into if there's controversial opinions out there. I try not to feed into it too much. I used to really get into it on Twitter with tech discussions. And part of that is just because I always want to have a discussion. I think discussion is and in, in, in discourse with different kind of hot topic tech issues is healthy. Yeah. But I feel like it's all for naught on the platform like X perhaps where all those replies going back and forth are getting buried where it would be probably better hashed out in a video. And then I could share my thoughts there. And then it, people take to the comment section, which is funny mm-hmm. because that will also help boost the video and the algorithm. Yeah. You'll get the same thing on X, but it's just not as valuable. Mm-hmm. So from a business aspect, I kind of just decided, okay, it's not, doesn't make sense from a time return point of view or just even a mental health point of view mm-hmm. to kind of get involved. I've definitely seen things that I've just been like, I'm not even going to comment on it, you know, yeah. because it's just not my worth my time. And I think Keep I've kind of, yeah. I've been, I've been focusing more just in the last year or two, just on value. Well, yeah, I guess so. Last year, more so this year is going to be even more about value where it's just, okay, I'm, I'm providing value here. I don't necessarily, tech could be such a toxic community that I just going to try to provide things. And he's, he's always lurking. There he is. He's always he's always lurking. He watches everything, man. He watches. Yeah, this, this is what I said to Zach on the phone call the other night. I, John and I probably go back to like beta Amazon Live days before wow. the program. So wow. 2018, 2019. I've seen some of those videos of him as well. Yeah, yeah baby yeah. John. He's yeah. looking good though. I don't. I, I don't know. First time- I don't, I don't know how John Prosser got away with wearing a jean jacket to CES, but he did it. I respect it. I respect (laughs) it. I get made fun of all the time, whether it's my mom, my sister, whoever. I wear denim on denim all the time, and I think it's awesome. As long as it's two different shades, I think that's fine. And so I respect the denim move. But um, And I saw this beauty right here at at, uh, at Pepcom, which is – Honestly, dude, if you can get to like you've been to CES, Pepcom is one of the I'm best. On every other year schedule, it seems. Yeah, get there next year, man, because Pepcom is amazing, especially for our industry. Like mm-hmm. Otterbox, Anchor, Sure, H, like everybody's there, and it's not just people like with scripts and everything. It's like the actual people, right? 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 Like, right. I have this. I have this little stack of business cards. I took twenty-five business cards with me. Mm-hmm. I gave out twenty-five business cards, and all twenty-five of those business cards i've emailed everybody back and out of 25 23 we're on to our next step in terms of product being sent campaigns, everything yeah the the, the networking component of ces cannot yeah. be understated i think i've made as <laughs> there's always more connections to be made but i've made such a solid number of connections and built all these relationships with brand to the point where i don't think it was necessarily feasible this year to go yeah. especially with for me uh, for me it was a content, mental health thing like i had to be sure I had to see people. I had to see people in person. Like I had no idea. I hadn't, I'll, I'll never forget the day. I think it was Wednesday morning. I woke up and John was like, I'm going to be at C or I'm going to see us. I'm like, what you're going to be here. And then, and like, he told me he had this thing with Andrew Edwards. I'm like, yeah, Andrew told me about that, but I didn't get the invite. So I think John was trying to work it in the background. And then he got back to me. He's like, man, he's, he's overbooked. There's not enough room. And then I saw some of the pictures. I'm like, I'm like, how do they fit all those people? <laughs> but then John ended up coming to the Hot Tech Award. It was just, it was an amazing night. Like Jacqueline Dallas was there and Narav was doing his thing with the show. And they had a great DJ. Um, you know, people from TCL Nomad were there. Um, we got to like basically just kind of tip our hat and everything to, you know, creators and PR people and everything like that. It was a good time. It was a good time. Discussion. One thing. So one thing you touched on when you were talking about X there was, um, was tech discussion. Do you think there's, a pot, do you think that threads i don't know how much time you're spending over there but do you I'm feel like i'm trying to spend more i was, yeah. I was actually going to ask you before we went live tonight if you posted that we were live on threads because i was going to what do you call it rethread oh, it did i 
repost I, it? I put it on. Uh, Better be called a rethread. Why would it not be called a rethread? I put it on. Uh, no, I put it on there that we'd be looking at the speaking case, though. Sorry, <laughs> but I did. Uh, I did put it on Instagram. Uh, you know what the cool thing about threads is that you can actually push your thread to an Instagram story. I love so that. I, I love, love that. that, and I love the fact that you can tag people on Instagram on mm-hmm. threads. So I guess, I guess, going back to that and everything, I'm. It's not gonna be an overnight thing. I oh, personally yeah. find the conversations, if, if you can get into them on threads to be more meaningful, deeper. I know, for example, Captain Two Phones, Mr. Mobile, Michael Fisher, um, he's purposely been telling people threads, you know, if you want to have a conversation, like don't post the same things on both. I really try not to. If I put on X, it's not going to be over there and vice versa. Do you, do you, have you found that your conversations and whatnot have been better or more mature in a way on threads than Twitter X, or are you kind of finding the same... I feel like I'm shouting into an echo chamber, to be honest. Really? I feel like I just put some content out there that is worthy of discussion or feedback or interaction. And it's it's weird. It's very weird. Some will get traction and some won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it was the other week that I put up. I'm like, this is getting... And that's why I think you you liked it after. I'm like, wow, I guess Threads is alive and well. Yeah. I looked at the yeah. analytics this past week. I know that they're working on... I know that they're working on notifications. One of the things, one of the issues I have with threads right now is if you turn on notifications for somebody, it turns it on for everything, like the replies and everything. Oh, goodness. so like, for example, like I want to be notified when like the made by Google or sorry, the uh, pixel, pixel, um, you know, thread or, you know, thread or whatever yeah. it is, post or anything, but I don't need to see every reply, for example. So right. I hope they work on that. I know that reading the articles and what I've read in the meta blogs and whatnot, they are putting a lot of money and a lot of resources and a lot of celebrity names out there in 2024 to get people to get more traction over there and whatnot. And I think as long as Elon keeps on, you know, messing up over there, people will keep on looking over. Right. So, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised to see. Wasn't there, what was that feature that meta tried on Instagram like a couple years ago where you could like put up a status. Do you remember that? It oh yeah, something. on Instagram. If you go in, if you go into your DMs on Instagram, you get there's like a bubble above your head, and you could put like no, um, is, that is that what you're talking about? Does that exist currently? Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, yeah. I gotta double check that. Yeah. Oh, I think I don't. I don't think they were thinking of the same thing. There was something like two, three years ago where everyone was like, "What the heck is this?" And it was like a way to put up a status, and it would appear like on where the stories appear on top, it would appear there, but it'd be like a text status. Are you talking about on X? Because those were called those were called fleets. No, they had them on they had them on X, but they also had it on Instagram. I think it lasted like two three months. I don't think it lasted long because so everyone was like, "What is the purpose?" If I go into my DMs, like I put over my head, BMAC. That's sick, but no, it was like that, but on the on the landing page where it was basically just your home feed, your, where you could go to like public stories that people have put on their Instagram stories. It was like that, but on the main page. Anyway, my point in bringing that up is, I think that meta is probably going to figure out a way to kind of bring that back, but specifically attached to threads. Uh, do you watch Tao? I do not. Tao is awesome. She's Canadian and she puts out awesome content. It looks like she got herself some Pataka here. I need to get myself some Pataka for the galaxy S 24. Um, all right, Brian, I told you it would be, it would be an hour. We're, get, we're getting close there. We're going to bring this back out. We're going to go ahead and um, remove this calendar, uh, this calendar, this thing right here. Well, quick, quick. Hey, Geonosis in the house. Twitter seems less active this year. Also. Hey, Hey, Genosis, Mr. Dan, thanks for coming through. Dale Vaughn Digital. Do you ever, do you ever watch Dale Vaughn? Dale Vaughn is like a photographer Probably. first, and then he just decides to do YouTube. Honestly, I feel so bad because I've just been focusing so much on creating so much I, content. You know what it is, I man? don't like, get to watch people anymore. Ever since I went full mode into like streaming and now with the now with the launch of this and doing more published stuff, 
I, I barely have time to watch people. It and sounds I feel, bad. Like, oh, I don't have time for you, but it's just like. Well, here's the thing. And I meant this when I put this out. And it wasn't a slight at anybody. I think I think a lot of creators, especially when you get into this, you're trying to chase other creators because you want that approval. Listen, man. We see you. We see you doing the work. Cool. Keep it up. We just don't have the time to watch you. And it's nothing personal. I think mm-hmm. that's what it is, right? Yeah. 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 It's just, it's, I, I think three years ago, I just, things were kind of falling into place. I was making all these connections with so many creators that a new video would come out. I'd be there to show support and I'd hop into live streams all the time. And yeah. now I just feel like it's weird. It kind of comes in waves and I feel like I'm kind yeah. of on an up and up now. And just, Viper's uh, been streaming. Viper streamed every day in January like for Vision Pro, which was years. amazing. I think he only started, did he start? Did he start before? I thought he started like end of December. I think he not. did. I think he did just over a month, but he did yeah. every single day, which is awesome because that's not yeah, that's not easy, man. I mean, even when I was doing five days a week, it can be that's a sacrifice, man. Every right? single day, like, especially kidding? when you bring up like a different topic and you need to be entertaining and interactive for every single day, like it can be draining. But uh, like, I, I think I only made it for like five or six of those. And now, now my, cause of my daytime job now, um, you know, now I can only see myself basically making it for Fridays and whatnot, but I want to know from you really quick and we'll get, to, we'll get to some of these questions as well. By the way, everybody, if you're just joining us now, uh, this will be available for replay as soon as it's over here on YouTube and on YouTube music. And then I will be cutting it up a little bit and just basically cutting off the, uh, the, the start there. And this show will be going out by tomorrow morning out to all your favorite podcast formats. So Apple, Amazon, Spotify, uh, do you hear that Radio Public is shutting down? Radio Public is shutting down. They'll be over there. All the podcast programs via Anchor by Spotify. What is Brian McDuff? I just realized we haven't actually ad- addressed the main question yet. What is BMAC working on for the future besides the Apple Vision Pro? Can you give us a little sneak peek? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be review content and unboxing content, but I do have an ongoing list that I'm really focusing on. I'd like to really commit to two video uploads per week on YouTube this year. Last year it was too far and in between. And I was kind of putting all my eggs in one basket with Amazon live. And now I want to kind of go back to where my roots are with content creation, because that's kind of my bread and butter where I have full control over it. And I know that it's going to be where I can connect with my audience the most. So expect mm. more of the same, but also some more tutorial style videos. I dropped an iPhone 15 camera settings it. tutorial. Which I didn't watch it yet, but I saw it on the, yeah. It goes back to my days where I was starting to kind of dabble between half photo and video tutorials yep. and half tech. So now I'm kind of going back to that. So guides, comparisons, just mm-hmm. more content. Really, just more content uh, instead of just like, you know, the sporadic review or unboxing. Last year was just too sporadic. I was on Amazon Live several days per week and I was focusing on that. But now it's going to be. Are you still doing that? We're taking a break from that. Okay, cool. We're going to be taking a a break and see what happens in the future of the platform. There's just been some changes that I don't agree with and I feel are unfair to the creators. So Mm. we'll see what happens with that. But always leaving a door open. And I think that with youtube i'm just most excited to just hopefully get into a rhythm where i I, and you know the zach i baby my content you could tell from my b-roll i need to get better about just consistently putting content out there it's yes i'm always going to make sure it looks good but and i'm a perfectionist it still kills me that one of my top performing videos over the last like two three months is a party box speaker from jbl review (laughs) okay cool the title the title it, yeah. it, the title intro of my, you know, the boom, 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 what you like in the, in the, in the intro uh, says party pox, not party box. And it is taking everything 
in my power not to delete that and re-upload it just for something like that. But it's good for me because it's teaching me, you know. I'm going to all... go watch that as soon as I get upstairs. I'm going to go Maybe watch it. Maybe it's so successful because people are commenting that is Party Pox and is creating engagement. That's awesome, right? dude. Like organic I, so stuff I'm like that is it. fun, you know? Especially yeah, I mean, when you can laugh at yourself. Really. I mean, it's, it's, it's tech. It's tech, right? It's yeah. not that yeah. serious. Yeah. Right. No, I know. I, I wish yeah. YouTube gave you the ability to kind of swap out a video file, like with all else, all other things being considered. Oh, they like, do, uh, but you got to be one of the higher ups. We've yeah, seen it done before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before. But, all right. Um, yeah. So more of the same, but just with a bunch of different kind of uh, additional yeah. content thrown in there as well. Yeah. All right, people. Uh, for those of you that have been hanging out with us here for the last hour, I appreciate you coming through. The next live stream will be our usual Sunday morning live stream at 11.05. Why that time? Just to kind of fuck with you. At 11.05. It's a, it's a Marvel movie. We get one. We get one per show. And we're doing it at the end, so it's all good. At 11.05 a.m. Mountain, that's 1.05 p.m. Eastern. That's 12.05 Central, 10.05 pacific and if you're overseas it's uh plus uh carry the one 605 p.m uk european time there so come on through for that bring your favorite beverage put some uh put some spirits in there if you need to or whatever i know we're going to talk about the week that was and the week that will be for tech and whatnot we're going to talk more about the galaxy s24 ultra and my time with that i'm probably going to have a couple more cases i bought this fun case i don't know why i bought this actually i know why i bought this because it's purple and it has magsafe uh, for three dollars off uh, off of Amazon, so whatever we'll talk about that. Three dollar case, there you $3 go. Three dollar case, yeah. Also, uh, more of my time. By the way, Brian, if you get a chance to do this, uh, check out the uh, the TCL Next Paper 11 inch tablet. We unboxed and set it up last night. It looks like paper, like it's just like oh, Matt, it's incredible. It's incredible. I they, I was, did they announce this at CES like two, three years ago? I think I think it's I think it's about a year old from my understanding, but they really showcased it again. And all the new uh TCL 50 series, some of them will have that next paper technology in it. And those phones were incredible to scroll and to use at CES and everything like we'll, that. We'll talk after this because yeah. I'm not gonna name any names out loud, but our contact, I think we both had at TCL moved on. And since that happened, I haven't been able to cover any of their content so i can i can take care of an introduction i can take care of an introduction i I did their i had one of their tcl phones which was a budget-friendly phone but i'd love to see i've done the 10 series i've done the 20 series i showcased. yeah you've been huge on tcl for several years i did i showcased the 30 series but then right after that they had that transition and then something happened and then um i didn't do the 40 series but now we're gonna get back into the 50 series or anything like that and i think tcl especially with the with you guys losing brands in like the United States and whatnot, like that's a very viable option, but especially this screen, this next paper NXT paper, this next paper technology is incredible. Real quick, want to say hello to Latrell Jennings. How you doing? Saw Latrell at CES as well. Always a good time hanging out with him. All right, BMAC. We're going to run yes, the sir. outro here. If you want to hang out for a bit, if you want to chat after you can, otherwise people next live stream will be Sunday, 1105 AM mountain. Uh, we, we talk about all the things again, big thank you to everybody that, uh, that showed up tonight. If you threw a super chat or whatnot, I really appreciate you one more time. Big old Tom there. We appreciate you. <laughs> you know, what? here's the thing. I've never actually seen that movie. I've only ever seen that part and everything like that, but it just, I, I love any movie with Tom Cruise. I really do. I don't care how nuts he is. I just think he's just, I think he's just awesome. And I can't wait for this next, uh, this next mission impossible. Any closing words, Brian? Anything you want to instill on us? Live, love, and unbox with crazy 
Ness. I love it. Bring the energy for the unboxings, right? <laughs> All right. Absolutely. We'll be one. Will there be one out? What Friday? Possibly Saturday. We'll see. <laughs> Dude, you better go. You better go hard with this Apple Vision. I swear, if you don't, I'm nervous to slam the table. I'm going to cough on this thing. It's probably going to shatter the front screen. I got to be careful. All right, my friend. I always appreciate you having you here. Love your face and everything. We'll talk after the after we run the outro here. Everybody else, thanks for coming through. We appreciate you. We'll see you on Sunday. Take care. Cheers. Thank <laughs> you.